Cool. Nice. Let's uh, rock and roll. Let's rhythm and blues. Let's uh, rag and A. So, do you think they've uh, caught on yet, or...? I think they probably have. Um, <laughs> doing okay. a bit of a, a bit of a Holiday Inn kind of thing here. Every episode's a special. It's just like Top Gear, but without the supercars and only one-third the British people. <laughs> so... Before we get too far into this, um, <laughs> I made a, a green tea... And I put a candy cane in it because I felt like that was the appropriate Christmas Minty Boys drink. Um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I just have to... Here, I'll send you a picture. This very sad melted candy cane. <laughs> <laughs> I was not expecting that to happen as quickly as it did. Just the definition of bar humbug. It's just... It just went, like, limp. <laughs> so, <sighs> it is completely gone now. It's like it just dissolved. Uh, moment of silence for candy cane. Mm. All right. Okay. Well, um, huh. I'm just using my periodic table of elements mug. It's not exactly festive. I have a lot of festive mugs, uh, and for some reason, I didn't pick out any of them. I went for. <laughs> You went for science. It's up to date. I say up to date. It has Tennessee and Organesson and Scovium. But most period cables have had that <laughs> for the past, what, like, three years, two years? Though my school textbooks don't have them. Yeah. Textbooks are always going to be pretty far out of date. Cause they're, yeah. they're too expensive to... And what, what... And actually, I looked at the publishing date, and it's literally, like, six months before... The announcement of the uh, the new elements. Mm. Yeah, but you got it so close. You got to assume it was like pretty finalized well before that. You know, right? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. So you've uh, you've put here uh, reindeer names. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, you've got a quiz for me, right? But before mm. we get to that, I just want to ask you: Can you name all eight reindeer? Um. Dasher, Dancer, Prancer, Blitzen, Comet. I don't need to count on one hand. Uh, wait. So. Those were good guesses, but I'm afraid not. <laughs> um, Dancer, Prancer, Dasher, Vixen, Comet. <laughs> Um, I'm just gonna drop the hook of the candy cane in. Are <laughs> you just hearing this entire situation unfold? <laughs> Mostly just the dog barks. Yeah, I, I'm, okay. The barking's probably stopped, so I could talk over the peopling. Um, so where was I? Dasher, Prancer, Vixen, Comet. Uh, Dasher. Um, <laughs> Cupid. Cupid. Yeah. Uh, 
Rudolph. <laughs> Blitzen? Have I said Blitzen? No, you haven't said Blitzen. Okay, Blitzen. That's eight, but that's, I'm guessing it was the eight that's, excluding. That's seven. Um, yeah, it's eight excluding Rudolph. Um, right, you got seven and you included Rudolph there, so <laughs> I think you're missing two. But no, wait, seven including Rudolph. What, you just... Wait, no, I've got eight including Brutal, so I'm missing one. Do you? I was trying to count there. Okay. I I don't know, maybe you said one. That's I missed... a Prance of Fixin comment. Dasha, Blitzen, uh, gosh. Um, you know, what's the one? You know, the one with, uh, Crusher and Musher. No, uh, <laughs> Yes. Um, mm-hmm. Dasher, Dancer, Vixen, Blitzen... Crasher and Musher. It's 100% correct. Um, but yeah, I suppose I'm two names short. Um, so what two am I missing? So Dancer, Prancer, Dasher, Vixen, Blitzen, Comet. Oh, man. Oh, Cupid. Mm-hmm. Oh, there needs one more. Stupid. No. Because <laughs> they've all had <laughs> their rhyming couplet. I assume it would be... Cupid and stupid, yeah. <laughs> Cupid and stupid, yeah. And Galloper. Um, do you want me to tell you? Yeah, sure. Okay. Uh, Dasher, Dancer, Prancer, Vixen, Comet, Cupid, Donder, Blitzen. Donna, yeah, Donna. Yeah. Not Donna, that's the cannibals. No, well, okay, that was actually gonna be my... Um, my point to to talk about if you actually got them all. First, I wanted to see if you could get them all, and that was a pleasant surprise. Um, <laughs> I mean, yeah. But... This is just common knowledge. Mm-hmm. But I... The... The original poem, as far as I know, used Donder, but in, like, more modern, like, movies and stuff, you always hear Donner. And huh. um, I was wondering why that is, and I I did a little, the mi- most minimal amount of research, um, and I've come across this. So apparently hmm. the names Dunder and Blixum are Dutch for thunder and lightning. Right. And Blitzen is German for lightning, actually. Or, yeah. Right. So that's that's quite interesting the, how it's changed from yeah the the author the Dutch to the the author um, changed it to Donder and Blitzen and then the the German for thunder mm. and lightning is Donner and Blitzen mm. so so it depends uh, which engineering you prefer more mm-hmm. yeah like if you're going with the names in in the poem it would be Donder but yeah. It's interesting that, like, I didn't realize that, that Donder and Blitzen were, like, a reference to Thunder and Lightning, because I don't speak oh. Dutch or German. Boy, um, shocker. Yeah. <laughs> right. So, and also, uh, yeah. You know, this has been reindeer name fun times. Right. Now, did you have yeah. a... I have a quiz of uh, 31 questions by question that if by 10 we can decide if we give up. Now, is it... How is this split up? So it has easy, not so easy, hard, 
Yes. Easy, not so easy, or hard. Which one would you like? Okay, so it's broken up into those. So it's not 31, it's 10 of each. Um, let's go with not so easy. Okay. Question one. Of course, we'll leave space for you mentors to fill in. <clears throat> in Charles Dick- Dickens' A Christmas Carol, what was Mr. Scrooge's first name? Ebenezer. Right? You're doing, doing good? Okay. <clears throat> not so easy is going to be too easy. Yes. I can tell already. <laughs> what Bing Crosby song is the best-selling single ever? White Christmas. Yep. Oh boy. Okay, this might be. <laughs> <laughs> In the early 1800s, the first gingerbread houses were reportedly inspired by what famous fairy tale? Uh, Hansel and Gretel? Yep. <clears throat> okay. Miracle on 34th Street centers on what real-life department store? Macy's. In the song, Grandma got run over by a reindeer. What incriminating evidence was found on Grandma's back? <laughs> Such a ridiculous song. Um, <laughs> it is. Uh, I'm gonna go with hoof prints. Ooh, it was claws marks, which makes less sense. Um, <laughs> wait, claws marks? Like claws sa- marks? Like Santa Claus? Like full stops? Um, yeah. Is that is that what I mean? Claws marks? Okay, well look, we'll look that up on mm. Genius for the show notes. <laughs> um, ah. How many reindeer are featured in the poem "Twas the Night Before Christmas"? Eight. Yeah, and it has here no Rudolph. Yes, no Rudolph. No. Um. What was it? Smasher and Masher. Smasher and Masher. <laughs> what traditional Christmas decoration is actually a parasitic plant? Uh, parasitic. P a r a s i t i c. Parasitic. Traditional Christmas decoration. Mistletoe? Yep. Okay. Ooh. It's an interesting one. In the Muppets Christmas Carol, who played Scrooge? Hmm. It's gonna be some actor that I don't know. Probably. It, it's, it's an actor, right? It's not a Muppet. Yeah, yeah. Hint, it wasn't a Muppet. Okay. Uh, yeah, in Muppets Christmas Carol... It's a real person. Okay. Oh, come on, Scott. You, you, your Muppets. I haven't missed a question yet. This is this is pressure. Muppets Christmas Carol. Um... <laughs> no, I'm drawing a blank. I haven't seen that okay. uh, in forever. So the answer is uh, Michael Caine. Mm, okay. <clears throat> what beverage company has been using Santa Claus in its ad- advertising? Oh, sorry, I'm supposed to leave this space. Yeah, it is advertising since <laughs> 1931. Um, hmm, wonder <laughs> how I should answer this question that I didn't already answer. Uh, hmm. Is it, is it Coca-Cola? Pepsi. Yes. <laughs> I think it's... According to legend, what holiday goodies were shaped to resemble a shepherd's staff as a way to remind children of the shepherds who visited baby Jesus? Uh, candy canes. Yeah. Okay. Speaking of which, mine is looking pretty pitiful. Ten, eleven. So you got ten out of eleven. Do you want to try hard questions? I'd or? say that's a hundred percent, and there was just one bonus question. <laughs> okay. Uh, 
So do you not want to go on to the harder or Sure. Yeah, that was okay. that was a a breeze. Let's let's do the hard stuff. <clears throat> right. In the movie A Christmas Story, what was the name of the next door neighbors whose dog ate the Christmas turkey? Oh sorry, not the next door neighbor's dog, it's the next door neighbor's whose dog? Dogs. I'm not that's like one of those movies that some people really like, and I'm not that big a fan. I think it's way overrated. <laughs> right. Um They <clears throat> have some dumb name. It's like It is pretty dumb. It's like the boomers or something. Um, maybe that's just the fans of the movie. Do you want, to, do you want the answer? Yeah, I'll, I'll give you a half fuck because that's pretty hard. It's the bumpooses or the bump, the bumpuses, bumpuses, But yes, bump bumpuses. I'm, I'm, I, yeah, I suppose the at the p and the m kind of morph nicely, so it's just the bumpuses. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> okay. So I'll give you a half mark. Um, What figure from English folklore came to be associated with Santa Claus? Um, Father Christmas. Yeah. Also, I don't need your your pity points. I didn't. I didn't get it. I got the right letter, but it's not enough. I won't count that one. Okay. So I'm I'm one for one. (laughs) Okay. Wait, Father Christmas was right, right? Yeah, yeah, one okay. oh, Christmas is right. Getting overconfident. The animatronic... <laughs> Name the animatronic uh, Casse playing bear toy that every kid wanted for Christmas in the mid-80s. Oh, okay. Animatronic bear, my first thought is Five Nights at Freddy's, but yeah, in the 80s, um... it would be Teddy Ruxpin. Yep. God. Uh, reminds you of the Chadtronic video. Um, where the Teddy Ruxpin doll tries to murder him. Um, Link in the chat. All right. In the 1964 classic, Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, what was the name of Rudolph's faithful elf companion? It starts with an H. Yeah. It's kind of like... Ends, ends in like an E. Is it... Is it... Is it Hermie? Yeah. So, last year your Christmas riffle picture was actually Hermie, wasn't it? Oh, yeah. Right. I had the... Menu of my dentist. Um, mm-hmm. According to folklore of Australia... Oh, sorry, Austria. It's not... Yeah. Hmm? Uh, Same place. <laughs> and other countries. What horned figure punished naughty little children at Christmas? Time. Krampus. Mm-hmm. Um, in the TV special "How the Grinch Stole Christmas," what three words best describe the Grinch? Stink, stank, stunk. <laughs> Sounds like something I would come up with. What well-known Christmas carol became the first song ever broadcast from space in 1965? Broadcast from space. In 65. Four <sighs> years before 
Nothing. So... 65, yeah, that's early. They didn't have the... the International Space Station at that point, did they? Uh, no. Did they go up just to sing a Christmas carol? And then come back down? Is that what... I mean... Is that what? 1965, that was during the space race. Yeah, race they were just space. trying to show off. They were like, first Christmas carol, beat you, Russia. Take that. Yeah. <laughs> she, I'm gonna look, while you're freaking silent, I'm gonna look up. Um, yeah, I'd be more interested in the mission than that. what song it was. It's probably something really basic, though. Jingle bells? Um, yep. <laughs> <laughs> too easy um the gemini 6 astronauts so, so that was before apollo yeah <laughs> they do that as a prank apparently but yeah so i'll, I'll look further into that um okay <clears throat> okay it wasn't they in were doing some day... other mission probably and then they just yeah sang the first one that came to their head like frick it yeah which is why it's jingled us in what modern-day country was Saint Nicholas born? Um, uh, Saint Nicholas, like the actual person, Saint Nicholas. Okay. Um, right, the actual saint. Modern-day country. Yes, it exists. It still exists. It's not like Ulm or Yugoslavia. <laughs> Do you notice those two countries are have about like a good few centuries between them? Mm. Turkey? Yes. Alright. What, what Christmas carol does the does the Peanuts gang sing at the end of A Charlie Brown Christmas? Mm. Charlie Brown's very traditional. Um, yeah. So it's probably something... Uh, I can like almost picture that in my head. Like, they're around the little wimpy tree, and they start singing. Right. Uh, is it Hark the Herald Angel Sings? Is that the name of that song? Yep. Hark the Herald Angels Sing. Angels, right, more than one. The, the S, yeah, the That's S is... Close enough. It's a, it's a, yeah. It's not the doing S, it's the plural S. Twas the Night Before Christmas was originally published under what name? Hmm. We were just, we were just looking like at this. This is, a, this is one of those things that's like often a trivia question. I think I've heard it before as a question. Well, it's yeah. one of those like... Hmm. Oh. I think it's like a visit from is it a visit from saint nick um it's a visit from saint nicholas but i suppose that's okay more or less the same yeah also it was on the page that we were just reading from about donna and donda was it yeah the first line yes santa's reindeer were first named in a visit from saint nicholas well you know, had I read that page in full and not just skimmed it. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, that might I mean, have been I, cheating. I skimmed it. But... Pick that up. All right. <laughs> count, what count holiday that one movie how you will includes a... Yeah. 
Okay, hang on. I'm going to change this question. What holiday movie includes a cameo by Donald Trump? Oh, uh, that's easy. Um, Home Alone 2. Uh, yep. Lost in New York. Yeah, but to give the full title. Yeah, <laughs> that's the right one. Yeah. Um, so you got like... I think that was out of ten that time one. Yeah. Kevin McAllister is staying in some fancy hotel and he like bumps into Donald Trump and he gives him directions or something. Uh, so you got 10 out of 11 again. <laughs> Flawless. Um, except for the one flaw. Right. Um, Look, if anybody... I'll, I'll just have a skim read of the very easy question. Oh, man. If anybody at home gets 11 out of 11, I'd be surprised. Yeah. All right. That was uh, a good quiz, though. Well, well, yeah, for the most part. But uh, last year was quite interesting. That was uh, a bit more biblical, though. Mm-hmm. But yeah. Yeah, I enjoyed this one. It was very... Um, I mean, mm. it's also enjoyable when you like know the answers, but I feel like it was good. It was like sort of like Christmas pop culture without being like too contemporary. Right. But yeah. Should we uh, skedaddle onto some... Well, we'll go into more follow-up, but this is going to be the fun time, happy, go-lucky episode. I mean, Zany Wabbles can stay in the closet until we need him again, but <laughs> it's not going to be that happy-go-lucky, but you know. Oh, yeah, I did want to... Yeah, I did want to follow up on something. It's but yeah, it's related to Christmas as well, but... Yeah, yeah. I was thinking about how last episode we were... We were having a hard time coming up with a Thanksgiving movie. Yeah. And I realized, like, there's, you know, when when it's, like, December or even earlier sometimes, which is kind of annoying, but, um, like, radio stations will just play Christmas music all the time, and, like, it, it's, you know, playing in stores and stuff. It's, like, almost unavoidable. Yeah, um, yeah obviously, yeah. But can't escape Michael Bublé. <laughs> but it's like other holidays don't have as much music, and like no. Thanksgiving especially. Like, can't think of at least Halloween. There's probably like some you can make a playlist of like spooky songs. But right, yeah, it's not a lot of Thanksgiving carols out there. Um, yeah, um, and there, uh, yeah, and it's definitely. No, tricky as the lead uh, executive music producer of the episode of the podcast. Um, I was stumped by Thanksgiving, and we were like, we might just have to leave it, <laughs> unless I could find a way to make my piano make turkey noises. Um, but we decided against that because yeah. we just went. <laughs> I think we just used the same theme we used for the the anniversary episode. Fine. Right, which yeah, it's one of the jazzy, which theme. yeah, that one's kind of just our panic button up uh, theme, I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we definitely don't like uh, wait till the last minute and then just throw something together. <laughs> These no. are all meticulously planned out months in advance. Yeah, well, yeah, I mean the songs I do come of the idea with a, like a good couple weeks in advance. Mm-hmm. I'll play around with some ideas and. See what sticks. Um, but 
Okay, there's one song that they will tend to play around Christmas time, but it, it, it dawned on me this year that it's not really a Christmas song. Like, there's nothing too Christmassy about it. And and thinking about, like, the like the message of the song, it actually feels a lot more like a Thanksgiving song, even though they, they always play it on the radio around Christmas. Yeah. Um, and that song would be my favorite things, or a few of my favorite things, or whatever. The song from... Huh. Um, really? Sound of, I've never sound associated of music. that song with... I never really associate that song with Christmas. Yeah, it, it's it's weird, but it doesn't get played as much as other Christmas music, but it, they do play it on... Huh. At least All the sonatics time, right? The back, background droning of supermarkets and public spaces. I think it's it's because there's like a line about like uh snowflakes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which which it's like yeah, like And is there one about warm mittens or something? Right. Because I know it rhymes with kittens, so I think yeah. But it yeah, it also talks about like kittens and and bee stings and spring. Like it doesn't when you're feeling sad. Yeah, it's like be you know think of the good things that that you're thankful for for or whatever. Like I think it's secretly a Thanksgiving song. Yeah, yeah, for sure. That's just sneaky under our Christmas radars. That's my theory, anyways. Um, <laughs> well, I guess it's not really either, but it's more appropriate for Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. But it just it gets tucked in with with the Christmas music sometimes, and I'm you know I just realized that this year. Huh. But um, yeah. Should we move on to the? Uh... Don't I always use the already use the food joke? Okay. Uh. Uh. <laughs> just trying to trying to think of. Let's go and wrap the presents. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that section was the two hours you have to wait for your parents to wake up. And then this is this is the part people are actually here for. Are you joking? We know you're here for the video games and nothing else. I might cut all of this and just put like a jingle bell noise. <laughs> <laughs> so I can say anything I want. So we've talked about emojis on this show before indeed yes i was looking up something i don't remember but somehow i ended up on emojipedia and i noticed they have some lists Mm -hmm. of uh some upcoming emoji that are soon to be released right right or have just recently been released Um, yeah so let's take a look through some of these these uh, christmas presents from unicode Oakley dokley. So, uh, which one do you want to look at first? Oh, uh, let's go through them in order. Um, okay. So, 12.0 has basically been released, I think, at this point. Um, but I haven't... I, like, I wasn't aware of a lot of the stuff in it. Um, right. They added a, a brown heart and a white heart. Mechanical arm and leg. That's pretty cool. Um, oh, yeah. Pinching. Pinching hand. Um, yeah. Oh, with hearing aid. 
an interesting thing is that the um it seems they've added a lot more yeah customization with the people holding hands oh wow yeah so it's like you can actually kind of customize them also added a sloth and an otter and a skunk and good good boys there are more good boys now which is good oh yeah these were the um kind of like disability ones that we mentioned what a few episodes back um but yeah there's a lot of ones for people standing and or kneeling as well yeah huh i do find it weird or yeah kind of how far they've pushed the customization of emojis like how they used to just be yellow circles with faces right and now they're i don't know it just it, it's i've never really been a fan of full people and emojis right yeah that, and, uh, that is a bit much and it's it's sort of opened the floodgates of like yeah what could be an emoji of like yeah like you you want it's meant to be yeah like a, a small image that you're meant to quickly read over and it's supposed to be like just general relate like relatable to everyone like oh yes this is like a happy face or this is a sad face like it's it gets kind of weird when it's like ah yes my full person has this color shirt and this color skin and this color hair and like at at that point it feels a bit like a like a bit emoji or like a um whatever the apple like thing is emoji yeah yeah um it's a little hard um if you and speaking of that level of customization they've if you look at 12.1, yep. which is oh. not too widely um, supported yet, but yeah, um, I think Apple's supporting it now. I'll have to check that on my phone, but um, yeah, you can select different hair colors. Yeah, and different occupations. You can have red hair or white hair or be bald. Yeah, and there's lo- yeah, there's also lots of different occupations and yeah, more holding hands options as well. It's quite interesting, especially with the uh, occupations. Yeah, um, I guess those a lot of those emojis already existed. Yeah, and it's just a matter of like it's, uh, skin tone and whatnot, giving them all different skin tones and stuff. Yeah, although maybe yeah. they actually some of these didn't probably didn't exist. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I guess it's pretty hard to do pilot or, like, firefighter. Yeah, pretty cool. But, okay, thir- 13 is the one 13. that's that um, is not coming out till next year. Um, okay. But, and they don't have, they don't really have any example pictures. Yeah. Them, yeah. 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 I mean, one the, at the top of the list here is the transgender symbol, which is pretty cool. Um, uh, yeah. And it's all, all, like, not an emoji, but it's already in Unicode. Right. But yeah. But some of the other ones, I I thought um, maybe we could look through them and try and predict. Yeah. Uh, do you think any of these will will get, you know, will actually be useful or get some traction, yeah. people, you know, actually using them? Yeah. So, top of the list, uh, I guess we have disguised face. Kind of makes sense, Yeah. I, yeah. It's kind of like disguised a disguised uh, face. Is that like the glasses and the mustache? I, I yeah, I'm thinking more like like the uh, incognito sign for 
Google. Not like I'm too familiar with that. Um, and there's a bucket, yeah, which makes sense. A potted plant, smiling face with tear. Oh, smiling face Ooh. with tear. That's, uh, I'm surprised that oh. didn't already exist, honestly. Yeah. There's cockroach, makes sense. Bison, roller skate. Um, plunger, rock seal, headstone, fly hook, mammoth, nesting, wood magic wand. Hut, long, dr- long drum. Oh, I see. Feather, olive, beaver, pickup truck. Feels like most of these make sense for m- now. Mm-hmm. Pinata, bubble tea, thong sandal, ninja. Oh, people hugging. Oh, that'd be that. Yeah, that'd be nice. That'd be cool. Ooh, an actual. I'm actually surprised that's not already a thing. Yeah, people hugging. That's. I know you said you're not a fan of like full people and emojis but i think that one actually would make sense because the hugging right the so hugging like, face emoji is notoriously bad like yeah and i can't like a weird jazz like, hands i can emoji. think of many situations you could do with people hugging like it's like sending your heart emoji right but holding hands emoji i can never i can't even begin to fabricate a situation where that emoji doesn't get weird looks in the street um Carpentry saw, fondue, tamale, elevator toothbrush. Sewing needle. Band in high school. Dodo. Oh, pinched finger. Yeah, I was. I was kind of going to say something about that. Yeah. Uh, Who's using the dodo emoji? What is that? What purpose does that uh, serve? People who like suicidal giant pigeons, <laughs> but also like people who want to talk about cute animal videos on their Twitter feeds. Aren't aren't dodos extinct? Yep. So, I mean, that's not going to be used in cute animal videos. It's... No. Oh, do you not know about the dodo? No. Oh, it's, uh... It's, uh, like, uh... Imagine... Yeah, it's a... It's, like, a like a journalistic type... It's, like, a... I guess, like, an online newspaper, but of cute animal stories, like, oh, this puppy would almost died in a car accident. Then this person came and saved it, and then the puppy's really happy afterwards. Hmm. This doesn't or... seem okay. So there's some some site that's using the word dodo. That's like that's like the onion. Like they didn't. I don't think they're adding an onion emoji in uh, twelve no, twelve point oh so that it can be used by the onion fake newspaper thing. I would hope there would be more uses for it than just that, like, you know. But I mean, people talk. I was saying that was its use, but that's probably. And that probably will be <laughs> gonna be there. Yeah, that probably will be like the main use of it. I just like seems weird to add it. Yeah, military helmet. That's kind of adding more to the, um, I suppose, occupational thing in a sense. Ooh, um, teapot. Yeah, teapot. Um, there's bubble tea, beaver, huh. toothbrush. Is there not already a toothbrush emoji? I swear there was. And there might not be. Oh, that's weird. That is weird, yeah. Huh. Ooh, mammoth. Nesting dolls. Hm. Of course, I am still waiting for uh, another type of doggo or doggo customization. Um, and meerkats. Yeah. Um, when those two things are added, I'm happy. Yeah, I kind of... I feel like... The doggo customization would be more useful than holding 
like hands. Yeah, a million different variations on holding hands, like. Because I can definitely think of a lot of uses for doggo emotes, emojis. Mm-hmm. But yeah, uh... and and a lot of the occupations too, like. I don't know. I feel like just yeah. So an astronaut emoji would be pretty would be pretty cool. You can have a little spaceman. But yeah, some of these uh, additions are quite interesting, especially when they add new animals. Or the 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 hair color. Like I feel like I'd rather have like a dog hair color. Uh, yeah. Option than a human one because like right know, humans don't matter that much. It's like that <laughs> right. Like they're just meant to be yellow circles. <laughs> I don't, but yeah, uh, I don't know, it's, it's been pretty interesting looking at these. Yeah. Um, I don't know, thought I thought it was worth a look. We'll maybe follow up on it if they, uh, yeah. when If and when they come out. If they come out with these and see what they look like. But also if they, yeah. maybe in 14, you'll get your doggo customizations. <sighs> maybe. And meerkats. And meerkats, of course. So, uh, huh, we have three festive-centered talking points here. Uh, which one do you want to go for? Mm, just run through them in order, I guess. Okay. So, uh, we've kind of touched on this a bit. What are your thoughts on uh, the whole Christmas music thing? I feel like a lot of people are too harsh on that like a lot of people are like oh i hate christmas music they always play it too much or whatever i actually don't mind it like oh it's just the same 20 songs that were right but that's popularized in the between 1950 and 1990 but that's like that's kind of the point right it's traditional yeah it's Uh... people when people listen to christmas music they want like nostalgia they they want yeah they want like familiar feeling and like everyone to know the words and be able to sing along and yeah. whatever. Want it to be comfy and safe, mm-hmm. like a big bowl of Christmas pudding. Um, yeah, and I don't mind the repetition too much because yeah, yeah, I feel like as long as you're not playing it in November. Yeah, it it would be annoying if it's like too soon or. Right, or, for sure. Or, like, just not in the right season, but... Yeah. Um, but, um... But I, feel, I, yeah. I generally will listen to music in just, like, you know, a small handful of songs that, I've, that I, like, am listening to currently and just have that selection on loop. So, like... Yeah. I don't see that as any different, really. Other than that it's the yeah, same yeah. ones every year, but... Yeah, that, I think, just feeds into the, the nostalgia of Christmas. Yeah. It's it's also quite interesting how Michael Bublé has been able to kind of milk the entire industry. Right. Well... And make it his. <laughs> I don't think he was originally intended to be the Christmas guy. I think what it is, yeah. his whole shtick is that he's like modern day Frank Sinatra. Yes. But yeah, the thing is, no one listens to frank sinatra anymore or very few people so he was he was yeah really popular with like older people who were who were yeah. like yeah i remember sinatra that was good that guy could sing and so they yeah. like the that was his audience but like as those people are getting older and older and dying off 
and like yeah you know that style of music is not really popular these days other than like you said like the handful of christmas songs yeah that like came out like, around that I'm time of a week right christmas right that let it snow yeah those songs like came out around that time and and have that same sort of sound uh yeah and so like that was kind of a a natural transition yeah uh yeah but i don't know it feels like as long as people are watching like because all the biggest christmas movies also came out in the previous century and because they were pandering to or yeah trying to get to every audience they would also play those songs so i feel like as long as those movies are relevant i think those songs can barely scrape by right in popularity right and of course there are carols as well which are like centuries old traditional pieces well yeah that's the thing it's like the christmas music from that time period is still popular but the regular non-christmas music is not really the style like a lot of people will listen to to you know pop music or or rock or whatever but they won't listen to like like old jazz music so right i mean if you're trying to be the modern version of sinatra either you need to sing something different or you just need to get really into the one time of year that people actually listen to your genre of music yeah Uh, yeah yeah but you need to be popular enough that you can just not go bankrupt (laughs) right each year um but buble is pretty successful from his other music as well uh his unchristmas music um i don't think last year i don't think he released a christmas album album uh for a couple of reasons but um yeah he's uh definitely keeping on with that whole his whole shtick yeah i'm sure he's he's pretty good though i i would bet his even if he didn't release a christmas album i would guess that like just his old christmas albums probably go up in sales a little bit they still sell like around that hotcakes yeah that is like sort of a nice thing about if you do get a successful christmas song or christmas movie it's like you get you know your annual paycheck (laughs) yeah and you know um tv shows and movies probably if they use the music if you're a music company you probably get your Mm-hmm. Big check in by like October, right? Right. Because <laughs> all the like TV and stuff are just preparing all their promotional things. Mm-hmm. So we've uh, covered one of the senses of Christmas, hearing. Mm-hmm. Now we're gonna move on to taste. That's where I thought you were going with that. <laughs> yeah. So I remember when we were talking about Thanksgiving foods, um, you, you seemed like you had more to say, but you were going to wait until I'll Christmas. Hold back until, yeah. Because you don't really have Thanksgiving uh, dinner, you have Christmas dinner. Yeah. So yeah, we'll have, this is, uh, yeah, December is the big munch month when I become, uh, instead of wab wab, I become chub chub. <laughs> and this is where my, <laughs> the one month of the year where my BMI equals out um beer you become a large we have, uh, <laughs> we've become a uh, yeah we have uh, i've mentioned in like last year mince pies which are uh quite a nice uh traditional thing um right still haven't had one of those that we 
Mm-hmm. Uh, I, st- I still haven't had one of those. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so we, still, yeah, we have mince pies, which are the good tasty. And this, yeah, Kipling have, out- have outdone themselves. They have released um, extra-filled mince pies. Hmm. And, like, the top of the pie is, like, bulging. Because then normally, like, little bite-sized pies. Mm-hmm. They're just, they're really good. It um, sounds like the the minced pie equivalent of double-stuffed Oreos. Pretty much. <laughs> but, like, yeah. Um, also, as well, um, you know, a hot mince pie with some custard. Oh, that's, that's, some, that's some good good stuff um i mentioned yorkshire puddings i'm not sure how much i went into them but they're very they're very very good um mm. they're, again they're like pancake batter but you bake them and in a way so that they're like nice little cups where you put the gravy in right yeah yeah you did explain that last episode yeah yeah mm. um of course they're from yorkshire um it's because you kind of, um, that's also used in another food, traditional British English food, which is toad in the hole, the which is basically what? sausages in toad in the hole. It's basically sausages in Yorkshire pudding batter. Oh, I see. Yeah. So it's like toad and yeah, it's got a interesting name and you would have it with mashed potato and, uh, I think baked beans. I'm not sure. I haven't had it in a while, but it's very good. It's vaguely like um, uh, pigs in a blanket. Right. Pretty much. Uh, but we have it all year round instead of just at Christmas. Do you have or have you had cauliflower cheese? No. Hmm. Okay. That's that's another quite nice thing. That's when you get, well, you get cauliflower Evan, you just dump a whole load of white sauce on it, um, and it's yeah, quite quite good. That's another very yeah British thing, which is cauliflower cheese. It's very nice. So, um, is that something you usually have on Christmas? Um, I haven't ha- actually really had it that much when I was younger because I don't think my parents thought I probably wouldn't like it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But uh, you know, I started having it more and more, and I actually quite like it. Um, oh. Of course, there's Brussels sprouts, um, which uh, are a universally uh, accepted part of the Christmas meal, even if no one touches them. Right. Yeah. My family doesn't usually have those, uh, but I am aware of that tradition. <laughs> yes. Of course, I think uh, I mentioned this as well, uh, is the whole uh, Christmas cracker tradition. Right. Um, yeah, we talked about this a bit. I don't think it was in an episode um, yeah but um normally you'll get a hat a crappy plastic toy uh, and a little joke so yeah when the table's laid with all the crackers and everything well the first thing you do is when you sit down everyone grabs a cracker and then they cross their arms and then everyone pulls their crackers at the same time uh and then yeah Right. Uh, what we normally do, what I normally do at my school one is, I go around to all the people who don't want to wear their Christmas hats, and I try to make um, the tallest tower possible. <laughs> uh, 
This year I was slightly less successful just because I didn't have as many chances to go around stealing hats. I mean, borrowing, I mean, uh, asking nicely for hats. So I only got about six right, which is half my record of 16. <laughs> 16. Um, I guess if yeah. you're at school, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, I had to, yeah. I sat down and all my, all my friends got the hats and then <laughs> meticulously stacked them up on top of each other. Mm-hmm. And that's one of those things that once um, you get it going, I'm sure people were just... Yeah, everyone was, like, kind of circling me. Um, what was kind of annoying is that we kind of got, we got it going. We are like, okay, we're going to need a bigger head. So we went over to um, the English teacher, who's quite popular in my school. <laughs> he has a, you know, a slightly rounder head than... A uh, slightly wider head than me. So as soon as he started putting the tower on his head, that's when... <laughs> Everyone started noticing. I was like, "Oh, come on!" <laughs> Taking photos and, and stuff. Right, of course. I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> "All right, fine. I see how it is." Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But it was a You're like that's a my nice thing. moment. But yeah, but yeah, it, it was a, it was a nice moment. Um, I'm trying to think of like other things we have. You might you might didn't might didn't um didn't. Yeah, the the Christmas crackers thing is definitely not a thing that we do in America, but yeah, it. I guess just like my family is kind of a fan of like British stuff. I mean, like we watch a lot of Doctor Who and things like that, and right. somehow we we've kind of um, we started doing the Christmas crackers like a few years back, but it's. It's not, um, it's not a thing I would think that the average American would really know about or yeah. do. But uh, weird, weirdly enough, my my uh, mom managed to find some Thanksgiving crackers. <laughs> right. And I, I think I sent you some pictures uh, yeah. at the time. Um... Some of the the jokes and stuff that came inside them, but. Um, I'll have to include those in the show notes, I guess, but... Yeah. Yeah, that's, uh, that's very silly, but... Yeah. Um, actually, one thing I didn't mention, so this year, what happened as well is someone, some galaxy-brained genius, what they did is they realized, like, the mechanism of how they fold up the, uh, Christmas crackers, so it was, like, so it's, like, like a cardboard like rectangle with the two like uh, a slit and then a little pokey outfit mm-hmm. so what they did is they so they broke apart or they got parts of um christmas crackers and like slowly broke them apart and then they used that mechanism and made their own crown out of cr- christmas cracker parts <laughs> mm. and it um made this really like tough cardboard crown uh that was pretty cool yeah that sounds it's christmas cracker pro straps yeah, it was a. Uh, when I made one, and I added it to my tower, it was a. Uh, but what, what's also quite nice is I noticed this. This kind of happened um, this year, but last year, when you start a tower going, passers by are like, "Oh, cool! Yeah, take my hat." And it, I, <laughs> it's like uh, the taller the tower, the the likelihood that, yeah, the more the likelihood people are going to give you hats. Mm-hmm. So once you get uh good snack going it really starts to escalate up right 
and uh yeah yeah i would i would think um, there would be like a curve on that yeah yeah um like a i guess not um it'd be similar to an inverse proportional curve I've, but instead of dropping and oh not leveling off but dropping and then gradually getting closer and closer to zero it would go spike up and level off right as it got closer to infinity <laughs> exponential growth so by the time you have infinite hats you just become a hat singularity mm-hmm. and consume all the hats uh but yeah that's the that's the goal every christmas you know you want to become a hat singularity. And, uh... <laughs> right um uh, uh i've currently acquired two hats uh or paper crowns i should say um Mm. Uh, one green and one purple. It feels very um, on brand. <laughs> right. Um. Of course. Um. Yeah. Like what else? Oh, another good thing about Christmas is that Sainsbury's, not a spawn, do these really great uh, pretzels every Christmas, and they're like salted caramel flavored or. And they're just oh, so good. They're a bit like flipped, or yeah, the coated pretzels, which are also pretty good. But, you know, they're not like coated in like a a thick substance. It's like a, like a, a bit, I guess, like seasoning. Mm. Like they just have like brown sugar and cinnamon or um, caramel flavoring and sugar on them and these are pretty good <laughs> oh man Christmas pretzels are good um, stash some of those away for Wobbles Day yeah <laughs> um yeah and then there's also a tradition you probably don't have which is the Boxing Day curry no that so what happens I wish I had that tradition is that you get all of the leftovers from the Christmas dinner and you make a curry with them Mm. Um, and that's normally pretty good. Uh, one of my, for a while we had, um, some family members we only really met, like, um, after Christmas. Like, yeah, just, uh, yeah, there wasn't much time we could meet up and it was just always like around Christmas time. So <laughs> I always assume the smell of Christmas curry with their house. Um, but yeah, right. That's a, it's a, it's a, it's a interesting tradition mm. that we have of, uh, Getting all the leftovers and making a curry. Yeah, I would say most Americans probably just have like a turkey sandwich or whatever after. Right. Like the of next course, day. Yeah, of course there is also the this whole sandwich thing. But um, yeah, I don't know. I just curry sounds good to me, but mm. that's not a thing. It's definitely not a thing that we do. Yeah, and um, yeah. Uh, Boxing Day is quite an interesting holiday in itself. It's when um, Doc 2 normally comes out. Mm. Wait. Yeah. They show it on the Boxing Day because... They probably repeat it. Yeah. Because Boxing Day is essentially Christmas for people who work on Christmas. Right. But they're they're not doing Christmas specials anymore. They're doing New Year's specials. So... Yeah. It's a bit disappointing because some good christmas specials like that one uh yeah yeah but um 
Do you have anything to add to do with consumption and Christmas? That I'm hungry now and ready for Christmas dinner. Mm, gravy. Mm. We've done uh, sound and taste. Uh, and now we're going to do, I guess, touch slash sight. So uh, I'm, gonna, I'm just going to pose the question. And I think we already answered this in the Thanksgiving episode, but for those who uh, didn't listen or, you know, it's slightly more relevant here. But when do you think it's appropriate to put up the Christmas decorations? Thanksgiving. Mm, as expected. Over here, there is violent debates over whether you should put up your decorations on December 1st or 2nd. Now, some purists would say December 5th, but for the most part, uh, <laughs> the debate is either the 1st of December or the 2nd. <laughs> but I think basically the general consensus is Dece- uh, December 1st, you could listen to music uh, and, like, you know. But December 2nd is when you could start, like, uh, putting up the tree, I think it's just quite a interesting, um, like it's just a, a, a disc, a weird discourse that you wouldn't think is, would happen. Is there is <laughs> it based on anything? Is there like some religious significance to December fifth or December second uh, or like? No, I just people just think like you know, can we just have one day of December where we're not? Um, no, people like just like the on the first day of Advent just to be calm and relaxed before no i guess so like i guess december 1st is like the prep day but i mean you have all the well, you kinda... days after christmas last year yeah and also you have all of november to prep for christmas right like apart from me where i go into cryogenic isolation but mm-hmm. everyone else you have no excuse <laughs> but yeah i don't know I, I feel like as soon as november 30th it strikes eleven fifty-nine. nothing's happening but zero 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 zero. That's when you can start blasting the bubbles. At Eleven fifty nine is when you go to start to reach for the play button yeah. on your Christmas music. Yeah, you get up from your your chair in the corner of the uh, your recliner and you walk across slowly. You load up your playlist and, uh, and you yeah. Your or finger hovers over the button. Old school. You uh, eleven fifty nine. You're just about to put the needle on the record, or. Yeah. Put the CD in the CD player, or even put the cassette in the cassette player. Yeah, or maybe even <laughs> the wax cylinder. You, no, get, you um, get out your phonograph. You get the. Yeah. <laughs> or you uh, go down to your basement and let out the the choir of carolers. Choir of... <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you keep chained up down there. <laughs> right. You know, like places everyone. Get your little conducting stick. Right. They're like, oh goody, we're gonna be fed again. <laughs> it's once a year. <laughs> yeah, but um, this year, uh, my family, we're not doing one big tree because um, it's the way we've reorganized our house for the time being. We have no real space. It's weird they spend all that time in the basement and all they want is figgy pudding. I think they want something with more substance. <laughs> yeah, but um... I'm sorry, go on. Decorations? <laughs> yeah, so we've been getting... Uh, so this year we've just decided to put lots of, like, either... Uh, like, kind of, like, one to two foot Christmas trees to this one here, which I think is about an eight-inch Christmas tree. This is, of course, my personal Christmas tree. 
Uh, I've decided to name him George. You've named your Christmas oh. tree George. Yeah. Hang on. Here we can get the the noise of George. Uh, I think I got picked off on my end. Did you hear any of George? Some faint ruffling, maybe? Yeah, that's the foliage work, if you will. Mm. But yeah, I've been uh, taking care of George. He normally sits in my bedroom by my uh, reasonable advent calendar, which uh, which I'll get into in a second. And he actually does quite liven up the room a bit, especially when he's by the nice like uh, white light of the fairy lights. But yeah, it's been quite nice. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I've never really had my own like plant pot, um, potted plant before, as well. It's uh, it's been a bit weirder because he's he's an evergreen, so I don't exactly tell. It's a bit like when you get a cactus, it just kind of sits there. It was like, oh man, oh it's that one time of this <laughs> this six months I need to water him, mm-hmm. and because he's an evergreen, I don't need to worry about putting him near windows or um, anything. Mm-hmm. Seems like a good plant, but um, hard to kill. And of course, yeah, as I mentioned earlier, there's the whole advent calendar thing. Yeah, um, I can't believe I almost forgot to talk about that. Um, yeah, I just reminded myself of that when I was talking about George. Um, yeah, so you this year have gotten a, a T1, haven't you? Yes. So this is the most exciting advent calendar I think I've ever had. In that, Is it German? Uh, no, it says it's English. Ah, but... I see. <laughs> Uh, that could just be the company name. What? It's English. It says English Tea Shop. Oh, I see. Huh. But, yeah, I mean, in the past, I've had advent calendars that are just, like, literally just, like, flaps that you open, and they have, like, maybe, like... Garbage chocolate. Like, no, not even chocolate. I've had ones that are just literally... Oh, yeah, the ones that just have, like, a... Just, like... I quite like those. They were... I... Yeah. I, I quite like those... When I have other advent calendars, I, luckily I haven't had a year where I've just had one of those. I had some of those growing up, and then um, more recently I've like actually been given uh, ones with with chocolate right. as uh, you know a gift on December first. But yeah, uh, but this year I've got a uh, a tea one that gives you a different different uh, tea bag every. Every day, it actually goes all the way through the twenty fifth. So I will huh. be having my Christmas tea at some point. Yes. Um. um yeah. But I, I feel like usually they go through the twenty fourth. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. I think one time I got a Thornton's, which is a luxury chocolate brand in the UK. One. Um. By I think a family friend. Mm. That was pretty good. Is that probably but um, best? do you? Uh, I think every year I've just I've always liked the wooden reusable one because that when we buy chocolate we actually really like. I mean the Thornton ones was pretty good, but you know this year we have I have these little balls of um, well you have the normal lint chocolates but they're like the mini lint chocolates. Hmm. Uh, Lindors. Yeah. Um, and I have plain and mint flavor, but also I have mini Toblerone them as well oh that's that's yeah nice so you have that's a quite good you have a like a reusable thing that yeah, just has it's like, like drawers a, in it yeah a wooden box oh no well it's like shaped like a nice little house there's like a little santa sleigh i see it has a little chimney yeah that is pretty cool i've never had one of those and it's wrapped in fairy lights um uh, i think i've sent you a photo uh i think 
So we can get one in the show. Sorry, we were talking about. Yeah, and of course there is the. Um, there are lots of series focused on Advent, um, such as, uh, you know, uh, this is an episode of MVP. So we, yeah, we, <laughs> Nerd we to mention Nerd Cubed uh, and Ashens, of course, their yearly series right. where they review terrible calendars. Those are great. I need to, uh, I need to catch up on that one. I, I, I started to fall same behind. Here. I, I fallen behind a bit. I don't. I think this one just because there's just a, sl- a few less calendars, but like years previous, they've had like four, six calendars going. Mm-hmm. Whereas this year, they've only got three. But it's because one was like eighty pounds and the other was twenty. Right. Yeah. So I think for just economic reasons, mm-hmm. it makes sense. They're having to. Yeah. And also uh, relating back to Nerdcube, he's doing um, top twenty-five games that define the decade. Which, uh, pretty interesting series to watch through. Mm. Yeah, we should. Um, yeah, we should talk about that more next episode. Yeah, yeah. When it's all wrapped up, we can <laughs> um, uh, talk about that a bit more. I was talking to some people recently about advent calendars, and some of them didn't know what an advent calendar was. Oh. Um, so I don't know if it's how widespread that tradition is, I guess, throughout the world, or even within the U.S. I, I think some someone I talked to like never had one. Um, so yeah. that would be something I'd be interested to, to hear back on. Uh, from in, any mentors listening who might not know what we're talking about. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Um, but obviously it's, it's one we've both um, grown up with and are familiar with. Yeah, it's a tradition we've, we've had. So are there any games that you're playing uh, lately? or Any of note? I can't. Or are there any that you're looking forward to? playing oh looking forward to um i'd say in 2020 might get more into the yeah i'll go more into the new year's episode but um what i might buy with my christmas money uh huh maybe the new pokemon game because uh yeah or mario maker or something yeah actually mario maker would be pretty cool yeah i i got the the first one like ages ago but when it came out um but yeah yeah the second one it was actually a while ago that's oh. looked pretty good um yeah the um the pokemon game though like i i got um pokemon shield recently uh i haven't actually played it mm-hmm. too much yet so right. you know if you did end up getting it uh it, it, i mean i wouldn't have too much of a head start on you we could still probably battle <laughs> Um, but I don't know if you're familiar with the starters in that game. Um, um, I kind of, yeah. Uh, Ooh. I've sent you an image here. Which one do you think you would go with? And also, which one do you think I ended up going with? Um, ooh. Ooh, I don't know. Uh, in, um, like, in Ruby and Sapphire, I went for, or oh, in, I think I played Sapphire. Oh, I guess I did the the remake, so... Um, I think I played... Uh, yeah, I went for Torchic. I went down that route. Mm. But I feel like I may go for Sobble, just because I'll... <laughs> their names are quite funny. But the one I think you would go for... I'd say Grookey. 
Grookey's the one I ended up going with, but I was really, yeah. I was really thinking about Sable. Um, yeah, yeah. Everyone I know who has the game ended up going with Score Bunny. Hmm. Basically, uh. <laughs> right. So I was kind of tempted to go with Sable just for the type advantage, <laughs> even though that, right. that's not usually something I care about in Pokemon, but. Yeah, I don't know. I went with Grookey. Um, Sobble's evolutions get kind of weird. He's like a secret agent thing. Right. But, yeah. I don't know. I don't have too much to say on games other than that. Right. That, and I've been playing entirely too much Magic the Gathering. <laughs> right. Um, yeah, I know. I haven't actually really been playing too many video games, period, that much recently. Mm-hmm. Been quite busy. Makes sense. I hope you have yourselves a merry little Christmas, and that the prettiest sight you see will be the holly that will be on your own front door. please a merry little mintless have a <laughs> have a merry mintless uh and have a, a fresh mint of a new year mm-hmm. well we will see you in the new year um so we can wish you that then yeah fare you well <laughs>